Hello, everybody. It's Michael Martin. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're doing well. So one of the things that we're thinking about is correlation risk, right? There's certainly been a whole bunch of volatility for many, many reasons, right? Economy is shut down. Interest rates are zero. Uh, Europe cases are going parabolic. We got presidential election and local elections and House and Senate. Um, whole slew of stuff. There's never anything to not worry about. You know, and it occurred to me, I was talking with someone about the energy markets. And when you look at it, and you look at, say, crude and heat and oil and Arbob gasoline, you really see that, for all intents and purposes, it's the same chart. It's different price levels, but it's really the same chart. And so what ends up happening is, if you have a system... You know, you're going to end up getting fired, right, as the prices broke down. You know, you're going to end up seeing sell orders across all three. And then if you're using, you know, one-half ATRs to add, you could find yourself in three different commodities that all really look the same and sort of trade the same because they're all highly correlated. Now, when this happens and the moves go, obviously you could make enormous amounts of money. And you've seen the track record of people who were trading that type of a style. But in the world we live in, that was in the 80s, in the world that we live in right now, your job is to play superior defense and to protect your capital. So one rule you can implement if you're doing it systematized is to say, okay, well, what's the strongest horse in the barn? And if you don't know what that is, you got to guess. Um, one way that you can guess is to say, okay, well, which has the lowest dollar vol based on, say, the ATR, for example? You see? Because, of course, once you enter the energy markets, you're really trading 24-7 for the most part. You're trading also trends, but you're also dealing with geopolitical events, right? So this becomes problematic if you want to have peace <laughs> in your life, um, which I presume you do. So, you know, that's what how I would look at it is to say, okay, well, look, all three are going to go. If you look at the charts, you can see a great example, right, from the towards the end of last week of why you don't buy dips, right? If you're looking at trading range markets, you know, on crude, for it look at the same. They're all the same. And when they broke down to that side, it just goes to show you how you can get away with it every once in a while. But then that one last time you get blasted trying to buy the dip at support and it trades through support and makes new lows. And that's the last place you want to be long. So there's a good example of why you don't want to buy, you know, on these pullbacks, um, because once in a while you get away with it, but then when you don't, you have all the negative reinforcement that you need to not want to do it. So then you say, okay, well, I don't know, I'm going to trade all three of them, and they're highly correlated. If they all, if I'm short, heat and oil, gasoline, and crude, and there's some kind of bullish news, they're all going to move in the same direction, probably the same day, which means you can have an enormous amount of give back. So if you're going to do it, think about which of them you're going to pick, how you're going to pick it. You could do it based on the lowest vol, right? You could also say for this particular case, I'm going to trade smaller risk units because they are highly correlated. And instead of trading 1% risk units, which I wouldn't recommend doing anyway, cut it to a half. And if you're at a half, do it to a quarter, uh, one fourth of 1%. So that this way you can be diversified 
right? And be, you know, but still take into account that there's a very high correlation between those instruments. Because as you can see, when the markets go against you, they, they can hurt you badly. Um, and that's not where you want to be from a risk management standpoint. So hope that helps. I think this happens also in some of the stocks, right? Um, you have these affinity stocks that can't do anything wrong as uh, they're referred to. And um, I think my good friend Jared Dillian has spoken about this quite frequently. And he's great, by the way. Um, where it, fundamentals don't matter. It just doesn't matter. And you saw this probably with Apple, right? Because everyone was in, in love with Steve Jobs and they wanted to own Apple just because of the iPod, then the iPhone. And then even after he died, they wanted to be involved. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? To each their own. But there are certain stocks that just don't follow conventional wisdom because it's really, they trade more on what the crowd thinks about the overall company. Lest we forget we're in a world of tribalism and polarization where facts don't matter either. If the narrative coming out of any reasonably sane person doesn't mesh with <laughs> what my tribe is postulating, it's Chuck U. Farley. You get it? Chuck U. Farley? Exactly. So... Pick your spots carefully and just realize that you might be in good trades for all the right reasons, but you really have to trade the crowd as much as you're going to trade the instrument. And I agree with Jared and a lot of other people that fundamentals do matter. All right, It's easy for new people to just follow charts because it's easier. It's very low-hanging fruit. There's low economic rent to get into trading if you're just looking at charts. But then what typically people do is they start junking up the charts because they don't have the answers that they would get if they had looked at the fundamentals. And then you can go back going through having learned those hard lessons to keeping things simple and just looking at horizontal lines of support and resistance and going about your business that way. Anyway, I hope you're doing well in the world we live in today. Keep your head on straight. And uh, if you'd like a free copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice Trading, that's my book. You can get it at Martin Chronicle. And uh, top right corner, it's on me. It's for free. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.